so good. He's given us every provision that we'll ever have need of. Everything. He set it in place. He set it in order for you and me. God is so good. He sent his son from the very glories of heaven. Because you and me, we needed a, we needed a savior. We needed a sacrifice. Oh, him being the perfect and ultimate sacrifice. He was the only one that could do it, church. You know, they tried for thousands of years through keeping of the law, through the sacrifice of going into the temple, the priest going in once a year for the sins of, of mankind, for the Jewish people. Wasn't good enough. The works of men wasn't good enough. So it came as the gift. The gift from the Father for you and me all of those behind us, all of those in front of us, amen. All of those that don't know him as Lord and Savior. Not just the Jewish people. You see, we the Gentiles were grafted in through Jesus Christ, amen. And I am so thankful. For you see, because before him there was no hope for so many. There was no hope for so many. But in him and by him and through him, Brother Terry, we all have hope, brother. Amen. We have hope. And if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, we don't want you to leave this place today. We don't want you to turn this program off today without knowing Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. You know, some people say it's pretty simple. And in a way it is. He's already done everything that has to be done. All you have to do is accept what he's done. He's already went to that cross. They already put him in that grave. He already rose up out of that grave. The only living God known to mankind. The only living God. Truly living God. Is Jesus Christ. Because he rose from the dead. He rose from the dead for you and me. That we could have life. And that we might have that life more abundantly. So you see, he's done everything that is ever going to need to be done. He said, Father, it is finished. And when he said those words, it was done. It was completed. So you see, it's up to us simply to receive it, to accept it and receive it. Amen. Would you believe that today? Hallelujah. So you, we're so thankful for him. We're thankful for him. There's so many in our lives. Each and every one of us has so many in our lives. They haven't accepted Him. They don't know Him as Lord and Savior. I speak for myself and I know what I was missing out on. In my teenage years when I was running, then I went off to Bible college of all places so I could run the bars. Huh. Go to Bible college so you can run the bars. What about that, friend? That ain't saying much, is it? Well, I'll tell you one thing. My God changed me. My God changed me, amen. Hallelujah. He changed me because he can. And he changed me because I said, Lord, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me of my sins. I believe you're the son of God. I believe you died on that cross and rose again for me. And he come into my heart. 
His blood washed my sins away. Hallelujah. His blood washed my sins away and I became a child of God. And the word says that he wrote my name down in that Lamb's book of life. Glory to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I don't know about you, but oh, Jeanette, honey, I get a little bit excited when I think about my God washing my sins away. Baby, we know where I'd be without him. But I want to tell everybody here today, if you don't know him, you get to know him. Amen. I want to tell everybody that hears this, whether it's today, a year from now, or two years from now, you hear this program on Facebook. If you don't know him, get to know him because he's a soon-coming king. Amen. Amen. I don't know when. I don't know the day nor the hour, but the word of God says, Pam, that we'll know the seasons. Glory to God. And I believe the seasons are revealing to us that it's not long that Jesus is going to split that eastern sky. Amen. And he's going to come back for his church. And I want to encourage you today to know him, that you too will be captured away when he returns for his church. Hallelujah. Yes. I've got loved ones I want to see again. The word tells me that you'll be known as you were known. Amen. Now that is truly kind of like, wow, what's that mean? Amen. Well, you see, I believe simply Jesus was our example. And after he ascended to the Father, eight days later, he came back down to the disciples. They recognized him. When he opened their eyes, they recognized him. Oh, they even seen the nail prints in his hands. They knew him as they know that as they had known him when he was on that cross. And they took him off that cross. And the nail prints was on him. That doubting Thomas, he allowed even to stick his hand into his side. Amen. So you see, they knew him as they had known him when he came off that cross. So I don't know, there has to be something to you'll be known as you were known. Amen. So will I know you, Abby? I believe I'll know you. I know you, Pastor Mark. I believe I'll know you, amen. Now, I don't know if I'll be fishing or whatever. My father-in-law used to say he's going to the best pond ever, amen. He was a big fisherman, amen. I don't know if he's up there fishing or not, amen. But I believe Donna and Mama, amen, and, and my daddy, I believe they're all just rejoicing around the throne of God. Glory to God, amen. I want to tell you something, church. I believe our God gives us visions. I believe our God gives us dreams, amen. I believe our God just, he latches a hold of us, and he'll take us as far as what our faith will allow him to go, amen. So I encourage you today to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Surrender your all to him. That's all you got to do. Just surrender to him, amen. I want to share a testimony with you. You may be seated this morning. You guys hang out up here with me if you would. I want to share a quick testimony with you just for a moment, amen. I remember some years ago, back in about 1996 or 7, maybe 98, when did Linda go home with the Lord? March of 98. March of 98. So it must have been 98, 99. Well, you see, you know, some of you heard this little story a few weeks ago, but my father-in-law married my mother. Now, y'all, those of you on Facebook, if you have questions, just feel free to call me. I'll explain it to you. Amen. My wife told me last week I better watch what I say up here. 
Well, anyway, my father-in-law married my mother. And, and we were having church in 1999-ish or so down at the Lions Club building, I believe it was. I think we spent a couple of years down there, didn't we, Roy? We were having church down there, and man, it was a full house. And that little place would hold about 90 to 100, something like that. And it was a full house, and we were worshiping and praising the Lord. Well, this was after, Donna, you'll, you'll, you'll respect this. This was after my father-in-law called me and my family into our bedroom over on Skyview Drive and asked, asked me for my mother's hand in marriage. <laughs> wow, where am I going with this, Lord? Amen. I struggled, to be honest with you, because I knew my father-in-law great man of God, but I also knew my father-in-law, <laughs> one of the greatest men of God I ever knew, amen, but I still knew my father-in-law, amen, I struggled, I'm just being honest with you, because I also knew my daddy, and I knew how my daddy went up one side of my mama and down the other, so to speak, just with love and joy and coochie coochie gooing, you know, and just compliments and all that kind of, he really was expressive of his love. There you go, that sounded good. My daddy was expressive of his love to my mother. I can say that, can't I, Keisha? Well, you see, David was a little different, but David had his own way of expressing his love. Amen? Amen to that. Hallelujah. So I was praying down there in the Lions Club building one day, and I've been praying all week long about Mom and David getting married. I wanted God's blessing to be in this thing, and I had to hear a word from the Lord. So I remember being up there in the right front part of the Lions Club building, and I was, had my hands raised, praising and worshiping, amen. And Brother Peace was up on the platform, and they were wrapping up praise and worship. And I said, Father, I just got to hear a word from you. Is, is David supposed to marry my mother? Amen. What about Dad and, and, and Linda? I mean, you know, what would they think about all this? Because it was different. I know it's Kentucky and we try to keep it all in the family, but, but it, it was different, you know. And, 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 and so I said, Lord, give me a word that, that lets me know, you know, how are you putting this family together? And as my hands were, were raised and I was praising the Lord, I had a vision, Brother Steve. I had a vision, and I saw this multitude of people standing in the front of the throne of God. Amen. And, I, and in that multitude of people, the, the faces, two faces were brought out to me, and they were worshiping and praising the Lord. And it was my daddy's face, and it was my mother-in-law's face, Linda. And they were standing there worshiping and praising their God before the throne of God. Amen. And God spoke to my heart. He said, I'm putting these two together. These other two are with me. Oh, because he sent Jesus. And I had such a peace come over me about my father-in-law marrying my mama. A peace. Why does he do that more, Pastor Mark? Because he's the God of peace. Amen. He's the God of joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Well, David married my mother. And David taught my mother so much about the Word of God over the coming years. He taught my mother things that my own daddy couldn't teach my mom. They both had their strengths. 
one of David's was he was he just was so close to God and sought God's face every day and studied the word for hours every day. And my mama, she told us, I've learned so much about the Lord from David. Why am I telling you this story today? You don't limit God in any way. God can give you a vision. I want to tell you something. We're spirit beings in a natural body is what we are. Bingo. We ain't natural beings that have a spirit. Our God is spirit. His word says those that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. It's time that we begin to look on the spiritual side just a little bit more rather than the natural side. Amen. When you do that, God's going to lead you and guide you into all truth. Glory to God. And whenever you, you come to somebody that he's led you to, you're going to speak into their life. And those words that you speak are going to be saturated and loaded with the power of God. And their lives are going to change right there. Amen. All because you had a word from the Lord. You see, that day in the Lions Club, I had a word from the Lord through that vision that he gave me. I just knew that it was going to be okay. Amen? Amen. Church, I'm telling you this because God's wanting to change people's lives. He's changed this little fellow from Paris, Kentucky. He changed my life. I know he's changed your life, too. To God be all the glory. But don't let go. Don't let go. Have you enjoyed the presence of the Lord in this house today? Yes. God is so good. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Mark and worship team. Let's get into God's word here real quick. Amen. I've got a word from the Lord that just, man, it just really goes along with this morning's service. Hallelujah. That I want to share with you this morning. Amen. It, it, it's a word that... Um, it is preached quite often. We're going to touch on a couple of different subject matters uh, from this word. Amen. Uh, this particular text, I should say. But it's a very familiar text of Scripture, and you've heard many messages out of it. And sometimes the Lord just simply says, remind my people. Amen. Amen. Like Pastor Mark was reminding us earlier about who I am. Amen. I believe the Lord wants to remind us something today about who he is. Amen. And what he does for his people. So if you've got your word with me this morning, turn, if you would, over to Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, Father God. And Father, I just submit myself to you right now. I surrender to you, Lord God, and I humbly ask that you would just speak through these lips of clay. Father, that your spirit that is within me would begin to release the very kingdom of God from inside of me, that your words would go forth, Lord God, sink into the ears and the hearts of the hearers of your word. We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, you are well able to cause anyone to tune into this program right now. You are well able, Lord God, to do what you want to do, and we just surrender to your leadership, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you for a mighty and a powerful anointing of your spirit being upon this word. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the house of the Lord say amen. 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 If you got your phones with you this morning and you check into that little Facebook space, uh, go ahead and do that so it'll draw some people to us or share it or whatever it is that we're supposed to do. Amen. 
This is a word that we want to get out because there's a lot of people that I'm running into. Amen. There's a, a, there's just a lot of there, there's a lot of stuff going on in people's lives. A lot of stuff going on in people's lives, and we need to know and understand that we're not in this battle alone. We've got God with us, and he's on our side. Can you say amen? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So here in Daniel chapter 3, I'm going to talk about uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego some. And I'm going to talk about that fiery furnace just a little bit today. And really, again, this is just a, a word a word of the Lord as a reminder. When I turned over to this a couple of days ago, and I said, Lord, you know, this is a very familiar text of Scripture. Well, I just started reading through this chapter. And as I read through it, I started thinking about names. Names started coming to me. Names of people that I know started coming to me, amen. And the fire that these people are in right now, amen. Well, people need to know and understand that you're not in that fire alone. Amen. Amen. You are not alone, Amen. So here in chapter 3, this is King Nebuchadnezzar, amen, and, and just to give a little bit of background, you all know the story, he created an image of gold, amen, and, and this image of gold, whenever all of the musical instruments started to play, you were supposed to stop what you were doing right then and fall down and worship that image of gold, amen. And, and so... Uh, over here, we want to start over here in, in verse 8, and it says, Wherefore, at the time certain, at that time, certain Chaldeans came near and accused the Jews. They spake and said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Verse 10 says, Thou, O king, hast made a decree. Now, a decree, when a king made a decree, it was like the gospel. It's what was supposed to be done. It's what was expected to be done. Amen. And I want to tell you something, church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. You are royalty. You are kings and priests in this earth, amen. You've heard this said before, but you know sometimes we have to repeat ourselves, amen, hallelujah. You are kings and priests in this earth, and when you declare and decree this word, amen, it is set in stone, it's set in order, amen, and the elements around you and the spirits around you, they are supposed to surrender to you, they are supposed to be subject to you, amen, but you got to believe that your word is is a decree. you got to believe that the Word does what it says it does. Amen. And as you believe that, you'll change things in people's lives. Amen. Amen. That's where God is taking you. He's been saying that to this church for years. Amen. But church, like we said before, let's walk in it. Let's walk in it. Amen. Hallelujah. So anyway, it says here, Thou king has made a decree that every man shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. So they were supposed to stop what they were doing. Man, wouldn't that be awesome, amen, for church leaders to make a decree and then whenever they called church together, everybody just stopped what they was doing, amen, and just came to church. <laughs> that was funny, y'all. <laughs> amen. I know, I've been there and done that myself, amen. Praise the Lord, that, that really was a joke. <laughs> Praise God, it's not the season for tomatoes. <laughs> now, we got a few stones out there in the parking lot, but Terry, nobody brought any, any in today, did they? <laughs> amen, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So a decree is a king's word, and it's, it's mighty, and it's powerful, and it's set. 
and it sets things in order. Amen. And verse 11 says, And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, that he should be cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Amen. That there were certain Jews in verse 12, whom thou hast set over affairs of the province and of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not the gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. So here this king, he goes out, Nebuchadnezzar, and he speaks his word. He says, this is what you're supposed to do. Then you got these three people that, that they're in places of authority. They're in a place of authority. So you would think that, that being in a place of authority, they would do what they're supposed to do. But you see, what took place is, is Nebuchadnezzar set up a decree that led them against what God's word was. So they took a stand, right? They took a stand, amen. And, and, and you all know the story. Uh, they, they told the, the king, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, he, he goes on to verse 13. I'm going to read most of this because I don't want to leave any of it out. Verse 13, then Nebuchadnezzar in his rage and fury commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. I want to pull something out here. <clears throat> Nebuchadnezzar got extremely upset. He got extremely mad because they were not submissive to the king. Amen. Have you ever had anybody in your life that got really mad and upset with you? <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just remember, God's on your side, right? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So Nebuchadnezzar, he gets really mad. He gets in this rage. And over in verse 14, Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is this true? He has Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Is this true? You know, I've made this decree. And you being in leadership know what a decree is. And you know what you're supposed to do. So when the music starts playing, you're not falling down and worshiping the image. Is this true? So there, number one, the king said, is this true? How many times in your life have you had somebody come to you or have you had a thought come to you? And, and you know what you're looking at, what you're facing is not right, it's not of God, and it's untrue. But yet this thought comes in, is this true? Is this true? Wow. Mm, that's a message in and of itself, I believe. Amen. So the king asked them, he said, is this true, the things that these people have told me? I mean, is, is this what's going on with you guys? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you do not serve my gods nor worship the golden image which I have set up. Now, if you be ready that at what time that you hear the sound of the cornet and all these musical instruments, if you'll fall down and worship them, those things that I've made, well, then it'll all be well. It'll all be okay. If, guys, look, I'm going to give you another chance now. If you do what I tell you to do, it's all going to be okay. So if you'll fall down and worship, if you'll, if you'll forget about what your God is and who he is, and you'll fall down and worship the golden image that I've set up, amen, everything's going to be okay. But, there's that word, but, but if you worship not, you shall be cast, catch this, that same hour, so immediately they were going to be cast into the fiery furnace. Amen. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Woo, King Nebuchadnezzar kind of getting a little bit off the deep end now. <laughs> he said, look, you know, if you're not going, everything will be all right if you just bow down and worship. But if you ain't going to bow down and worship, I'm telling you right now, you're going in a fiery furnace. 
You can go on fiery furnace, and then we'll see who your God is. I want to ask this today, church, who is our God? Is he well able to deliver? Is he well able to take care of every issue in our lives? Amen. Is he well able to move us from one place to another place? Amen. Is he well able to convince us and to birth faith within us? Amen. That we know who we are in Christ Jesus. Is he well able to deliver us out into the highways and the byways to preach Jesus Christ? To see lost souls saved? Is he well able to set up new life ministries to be a place? Amen. A discipleship. Amen. Where people grow. Amen. And where people are turned out to ministry. Amen. Is he well able to do those things? I'm telling you today, yes, he is well able, amen. As we're going to see here with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he was well able, amen. And as you know, he delivered them from the fiery furnace, amen. So in verse 16, it says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said unto the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we're not careful to answer thee in this matter. In other words... We're not going to answer you lightly. And as a matter of fact, we're not going to say nothing back to you right now. <laughs> and he says, if so, if it be so our God. So in other words, if it be God's will, whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But if not, but if he chooses not to deliver us, but if not, look what these guys were facing. And I can see them right now because of faith that was within them. Faith of their God and what he was able to do, amen. If he saves us, fine. If he don't, then so be it. He said, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve your gods, nor will we worship the golden image. Amen. There comes a time in our life when we've got to take a stance. Amen. amen. There comes a time in our life, amen, whenever you've got to stand up for what God's word says and what God's word, amen, teaches. Hallelujah. Then over in verse 19 it says, Then Nebuchadnezzar, full of fury in the form of his visage, was, was changed. Amen. In other words, he got a strange look on his face. The way they answered him, he was not expecting that. Amen. So it made him so mad and so angry, he told the, the keepers of the fiery furnace, he said, look, you go out there and you keep that thing fired up seven times more. You make it seven times hotter than what it normally is. You make this furnace seven times hotter because if these guys got a God that's going to deliver them out of that furnace, we're going to see it today. So you make it hotter than what it normally is. Now you know the story, amen. Uh, they, they had people that took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego up to the fiery furnace, amen. And, and it says in verse 21, Then these men were bound, amen, talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were bound in their coats and in their hosen and in their hats and their other garments and were cast into the midst of the fiery furnace, amen. Hallelujah. So not only did they put them in the fiery furnace, they bound them and then tossed them in there. Hallelujah. Seven times hotter was this furnace. Amen. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire slew those that took them up. So the guys that took them up, they died. They died. They did. 
They did, brother. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah, okay. Look out. Them tongues are starting to break out. Amen. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Where did that come from? Hallelujah. You know them three. Praise God. Hey, I'm just real. What you see is what you get. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, these three was cast in the furnace, but them guys that took them up there, they died. They did. They gone. They did. Amen. They did. This furnace was seven times hotter. Woo. How many of us got some things in our lives right now that feels like it's seven times hotter than it's ever been? Yeah. How many of us got some fire going on in our lives right now, amen, and we're just wondering how we're going to make it out? Oh, my God. Oh, church, you're about ready to get excited in this house because it says in verse 22, therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent in the verse... And the furnace exceedingly hot, and the flame of the fire slew those that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> I don't know where that's come from. <laughs> Thank you, JP. You're a good man. Thanks for your help, brother. Let's give JP a big hand clap. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, God sends all kinds of helps. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Here in verse 23, it says, And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and... Abednego. Thank you. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make so much out of that. Hallelujah. They fell down, or they fell down bound in the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Hallelujah. So here they are. They're in that furnace, you all. That furnace is seven times hotter. Hallelujah. Father, cut me loose in Jesus' name. We went through all of this to get to this next verse. This is what we've got to trust in. This is where we are right now. This is where you are right now if you're in the midst of a fire in your life. Verse 24 says, And Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, did not we cast these men bound in the midst of the fire? And they answered, and they said, yeah, we bound them, and we threw them in the fire, and there was three of them. And the king answered, and he said, lo, I see four men loose. Woo I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Amen. They no longer saw the three, but they saw the four. Right in the midst of the fire. Amen. Jesus Christ was walking in the midst of the fire with them. Amen. God has not left you alone. You are not in that fire by yourself. God is with you. He is not going to forsake you. Amen. He will deliver you the same way He delivered them. There was no hurt. There was no harm. Not even a hair upon their head was singed. Amen. Because He was in the midst of the fire with them. Wherever you find yourself today, whatever fire is burning in your life, whether it's the fire of, of, of lack of health, amen, or the fire of sickness, 
amen, whether it's the fire of lack of finances, amen, whether it's the fire of not having a place to live, God is God, and God is still on the throne, amen. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, hallelujah, and he's in the midst of the fire with you, glory. Glory, 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 hallelujah. I don't know about you, church. Woo! Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I thank you for being in the midst of the fire with me. I thank you for being in the midst of the fire with us. Hallelujah. Oh, mighty king. Oh, mighty king. Oh, mighty king. Church, you got to get ready because Jesus ain't left you alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. I don't care what you're facing today. I don't care what you're facing this hour. You're not alone. Jesus is right there with you. He's right by your side. Amen. The only thing that he's wanting us to do is say, oh, Lord, I surrender my all to you. It's the same way with salvation. He's already done it all. Okay. We accept what he's done. He's in the midst of the fires with us. I can't explain everything that takes place in our lives. He knows everything. He knows the outcome. He's done seen the beginning from the beginning to the end of our lives. Amen. He's with you. Hallelujah. So you hang on. Because I tell you, you're not alone. Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Huh. Thank you, Lord. Was not alone. Hallelujah. You're not alone. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fire furnace and he spake. Nebuchadnezzar the king spoke. He spoke. And he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. This is the king speaking. And he said, come forth, come hither. Come on here. Hoo-wee. What you going to do when the king comes and speaks to you? King Jesus, what you going to do when King Jesus speaks to you? Amen. Now, I'm not comparing Nebuchadnezzar to King Jesus, but I'm telling you, when a king speaks, there's action that takes place. What did those three do? They came forth, and the princes and the governors and the captains and the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose body the fire had no power. The woo, there's another message. The fire had no power. The fire in your life has no power over you except what you allow it to have. Amen. Don't you dare let that fire in your life determine your outcome. Glory to God. You don't let that fire dictate to you. You dictate to that fire through the blood of Jesus and by the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Woo. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. The fire had no power over them, nor was a hair of their head singed, neither was their coats changed. How in the world did their clothes not burn? Because God was with them. Hallelujah. Amen. Nor the smell of fire had passed upon them. That's amazing too. Amen. I don't know you all, but this is a powerful text of Scripture. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and, and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I don't know where that's come from. 
who has sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him. There you go. In the midst of our fire, we have to trust in him, church. In the midst of our fire, we choose to trust in him and have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship thy or any god except their own god. So you see the king Nebuchadnezzar, he changed. And he said, look, your god has performed. Your God has delivered. Your God is the true God. We don't serve no God, but their God. You want to change somebody's life? You let somebody see your life and see you serving your God. Amen. The greatest form of evangelism is what I call life-lived evangelism. Because people's looking at you, church, if you profess to be a Christian, people's looking at you. Amen. So let them see Christ in you. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. As I finish up here this morning, therefore I make a decree. There goes King Nebuchadnezzar decreeing again. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That every people, nation, and language would speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Amen. Shall be cut in pieces and their houses shall be made of dunghill. Woo, he seemed pretty serious about this, wasn't he? Yeah, amen. How many of you know God's pretty serious about this? Yeah, amen. Hallelujah. We serve a God that's full of love, grace, and mercy, and we're thankful because we need all that. But we also serve a God, serve a God that wants some obedience and some trust given to him, amen, hallelujah. You know, so don't let your pendulum swing too far either way. You let your pendulum go right down the middle, focused behind the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He goes on and he says there, let, let the house become as a dunghill because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Then king, the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Abednego amen, in the province of Babylon. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. So church, the fire in your life is just an opportunity. It's an opportunity for God to show himself strong. Amen. Hallelujah. You're not alone in the midst of that fire. Whatever that fire is, amen, you put the name on it. Whatever you're facing, amen, you are not alone. Hallelujah. God is in the midst of it with you. And as he delivers you, he's going to show himself strong. He's going to reveal himself to be strong, Amen. And he will elevate you as he does it. That's another message. God is looking to elevate his people. Because when his people are elevated, it glorifies him. Amen? We choose to make our lives all about him. We choose to serve him in truth and strength. We choose to trust him in all things. that he would have pleasure and receive glory and honor from his children in this earth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Would you bow your head with me this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Pastor Mark, would you come up? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Rachel, would you dim those lights back down? It, it's still early, you all, and we're still in the morning hours right now. And I feel in my heart that we need to take a few minutes and just follow the leadership of the Lord. Is that okay if we do that? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody have a testimony, a quick testimony that they want to share about how God delivered you out of some fire. Hallelujah. Somebody's got a testimony that, that they need, somebody else in this house needs to hear. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Anybody? Hallelujah. Just, just a quick minute. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right, I'm going to move on. It's okay. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. With every head bowed and every eye closed this morning, I just want to ask you, are you finding yourself in a, in a fire right now? I've got a couple of names on my heart of people that I spoke to this week. I know they're in the midst of the fire. And I'm praying with them and praying for them. Amen. But God's put it on my heart to ask the people in the house, are, are, you, are you in the midst of a fire right now? Hallelujah. Is there something happening in your life where you just need God to be with you? You need that reassurance that God is with you, that God has not left you, He's not forsaken you. Amen. This is a word of encouragement to you. That's what the Lord told me. He says, Steve, encourage my people. Encourage my people. And that's sometimes why we repeat messages or, or why common messages are brought forth many times over again is to encourage people. So if you find yourself in the midst of a fire right now, I just want you just to stand where you are. Amen. I want to I pray. Hallelujah. I want to pray for you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever it might be, hallelujah, whatever it might be, whether it has to do with your health, your job, finances, whatever the case might be. You know the things that are heavy on you? Yes? You know the things that you are overly concerned about? Amen? Hallelujah? Just because it's not an actual furnace that's seven times hotter than normal doesn't mean it's not a fire in your life. Amen? Hallelujah? As God delivered these three, so he can deliver you. I'm going to give just another couple of seconds. If, if, you, or if you're in a place where you need prayer this morning, I just want you to stand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, mighty King. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Y'all give me some freedom this morning. Is that okay? Amen. Well, if you know me, I'm going to take it anyway. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to give another three seconds or so for you to stand. But I'm coming to you. That's all right. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Worthy, worthy.
Mark takes us back into some worship this morning. I'm going to walk around, and, and I feel in my heart I'm supposed to walk around lay hands on these that are standing and, and just pray with them. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want you just to worship. I want you to spend a little time in prayer. And just allow me a few minutes to pray with my brothers and sisters. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for glorifying yourself. We thank you for ministering right now in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, in Jesus' name, give each and every one of these what they have need of, Father. For you know better than we do what they have need of. So right now, Father, we just loose your spirit in the name of Jesus to be whom he is. And we thank you for touching the heart. Hallelujah. We thank you for the giftings flowing right now. Yes, the very gifts of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for them flowing right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pastor, go ahead.
was and still is and will be through these walls. So come what may, it's space between all the things that seem frustrating.
is so good. Hallelujah. You just go throughout this week remembering whatever you're facing, whatever fire is going on, you're not doing it alone. God's with you. You know, if God be for us, who can be against us? Amen? That's right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just a couple of quick announcements before we dismiss this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, we're still, uh, we, we have the Shop with a Hero event coming up on the 13th at 6 o'clock p.m. We will be putting boxes together out at Silas Baptist Church. And then after we put them together, uh, we're going to have uh, some dinner, gentlemen. So, you know, that, that sounds pretty good, don't it? Uh, amen. Amen. Pastor Mark's on. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that'll be, mark your calendar, gentlemen, if you would, 6 o'clock. Uh, December 13th. If you have questions on that, please see me uh, or get in touch with me. Also on the 19th at Walmart, that's a Monday at 4 o'clock. We're going to uh, be out there to begin to unload boxes so we can load the boxes. Uh, we have about 150 food boxes that are going to be delivered uh, to the young people from the schools that are going through Walmart shopping uh, with Shop with the Hero and their families. These families love getting these boxes. And just the looks on their faces and everything, they just, it's really a blessing to them, amen. And it's a blessing to us to be able to do that, hallelujah. Uh, we're still taking donations, if you're able to give a donation toward purchasing of food. Uh, going up tomorrow uh, to Kroger in Lexington to pick up all the food, please be in prayer. Uh, if you're off tomorrow, let me know, I'd like to recruit you to help. <laughs> amen. Praise God, because it's an awful lot of food. Praise the Lord. Uh, mark your calendars for December the 18th, amen. Uh, that's going to be our Christmas celebration, Christmas service celebration, uh, December the 18th. And also we're having a meal after that. Praise the Lord. Uh, the church will be open on Christmas Day. Uh, no, we know families get together. Families do a lot of dinners and breakfasts and stuff like that. That's okay. Um, I'll be here to open the church. And, and you know, if you want to come or if you're, if you're free to come, that'll be fine. Somebody will be here. Uh, we're going to have communion that day and, and uh, just thank and praise and, and worship the Lord a little bit and, and uh, just thank Him for what the, the reason for the season, so to speak. Uh, but we also understand all the family things that are going on, functions, and, and it's all good. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, annual business meeting tonight at 6 o'clock here at the church. Don't forget about that. Uh, thank you for your continued faithfulness in your tithes and offerings. That's what the yellow bucket is back there for. Uh, if you're watching via Facebook and you want to give your tithes and offerings, you can call me or either you can go to PayPal. You can give through PayPal. Amen. Uh, Wednesday night service here at the church. We're going to study on the Holy Spirit right now. That's Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock. And then I want to re remind everybody to be praying about what you can do at New Life Ministries part of what we're going to discuss after our dinner on the 18th. We want to be ready to hit the ground running coming at the first of the year. Uh, one of the things that really, as you have seen, is going to be significant for us as a church is starting Children's Church back up. So we want to do that, amen, and, and, and uh, so we know that God's going to put other things on your hearts as well. Did I forget anything? Amen. Praise the Lord. Everything, brother? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Have you enjoyed being in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. God is good. Amen. I don't know about you. Man, I'm going to go and get my dictionary out on the bed to go. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> Praise the Lord.
Justin. I just like to thank Roy for when I first walked in here. Uh, he made me feel very welcome. Amen. Come to me and ask me if I've ever accepted God. I said, well, I've been to church, but not really fully accepted. Uh, Roy kind of talked to me, and uh, ever since that day, uh, things are going a lot better. I've talked to you over the weekend, and uh, told you how I feel. Amen. Uh, soon, I'd like to be baptized. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's give God a good
We just ask you to bring that to our, our minds, our remembrance. Yes, Jesus. All week long, Lord. Lord, that we might fight the good fight. Yes. If that, that person that don't know you can see you through me, oh God, and all of us, Lord. Lord, we just ask you as we go, be with us, Lord. Keep us safe, Lord, and bring us back, Lord, safely. We just thank you, Lord. We love you and we praise you, Lord. For to your precious Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.